Okay. Okay, so welcome guys to another episode of the Lifting Nerds podcast. And today we are on 44th episode, uh, as we talked about yesterday with Brandon. Brandon was on this the 40, uh, 43rd episode on intuitive eating. So you should definitely go check that out. But today we are going to actually be talking about in training. All right. So a lot of beginners, a lot of general population, if you guys are uh, thinking of, you know, achieving your fitness goals and, uh, you know, you have no idea how, I'm going to take you through a step-by-step on, you know, how to begin and actually what to do and what to look for and expectations and all that stuff. Okay. So uh, for um, just to clarify out there, if you haven't worked with a personal trainer before, I am going to explain to you what exactly a personal trainer would do, would do and what their job role is and what their scope is practice is. And so we're absolutely clear on uh, all of that. And at the end, I'll tell you if it's worth or may not worth for you to actually be working with a personal trainer. So, so to begin, um, right now, we will talk about, you know, what is a personal trainer? All right. So who, who is this personal trainer? A personal trainer is, you know, somebody who actually earned the certification as, you know, quote unquote, a certified personal trainer. Uh, that demonstrates and that, you know, that they achieve the level of competency uh, in, you know, creating and delivering a self-effective exercise programs for, you know, apparently, um, you know, individuals or groups uh, or for those who, you know, are medically cleared uh, for exercise. And what also they do is they motivate clients and collaborate to set goals and, you know, meet it and, you know, give back, you know, feedback back and forth. Uh, you know, with reliable source and accountability. So this is what the definition of a personal trainer is. So for all of you who have not worked a personal trainer, a personal trainer is very, very different from a physical therapist, an athletic trainer, and a strength and conditioning coach. They're very, very different. Their training is going to be different. Um, their men- mentality is going to be different. And also a lot of what their structure is going to be very different. Um, so I'm just going to put it in this scope, a personal trainer's scope of practice. I feel that, um, no, I'm not trying to make, you know, make any enemies out there or anything like that. But I do feel that in this field right now, um, everybody wants to level up their game as a personal trainer. But honestly, as a personal trainer, I think we should keep to our scope of practice. Every personal trainer wants to provide as much value as they possibly could to all their clients, therefore reaching out of their scope of practice. Uh, so, uh, you know, you know, be a little bit mindful of what you're capable or not capable of as a personal trainer. That could lead to, you know, very serious um, outcomes for the client. So for scope of a pa- uh, personal trainer, uh, you know, depending on their certifications and their, you know, achievements or things like that. Uh, you know, what is actually says here as the def- definition as a primary focus of prevention and involves enhancing components of health and fitness for general healthy population or for those who are clearance for exercise. Okay, so get that right. I'm going to say that again. That involves enhancing components of health and fitness for general and healthy population, okay, or those on clearance of exercise. So that already there has a big difference of what a therap- uh, of a physical therapist could do uh, in need, um, and as well as a very general and healthy population. So uh, for those who have not worked uh, with a personal trainer, this is for you. 
okay? This is what you're going to be looking for. You're not going to be looking for an athletic coach. You're not going to be looking for the strength and conditioning coach. You're going to look for a personal trainer for that basic reason. I'm also going to break down that, uh, uh, also going to break down what these personal trainers are going to be doing, okay? Proper exercise prescriptions, you know, that, uh, the, the, that's what a personal trainer would be doing. We're providing is going to be an exercise prescription for this individual. Now, these prescriptions can improve body, uh, you know, body composition, physical performance, uh, you know, conditioning and health outcomes and all that stuff. So those are all the byproducts of having a personal trainer and what their exercise prescriptions can potentially provide you. So if your decision is to hire a personal trainer, you know, that may be related to, you know, perceived health threats, you know, lack of knowledge or personal beliefs in one's ability, uh, things like that, that would be all good as well. Okay, so uh, as a scope of practice of that personal trainer, uh, now I'm just talking about a very general personal trainer, uh, somebody who has a, a basic uh, certified uh, personal trainer certificate, uh, and that's what they pretty much could provide. Anything beyond that will depend on knowledge, certifi certifications, and years of experience. Uh, something like a nutrition. Um, so I think all of the individuals, you have to be a little bit more cautious once it comes to personal trainers providing you with uh, nutrition advice. Not 100% of the uh, personal trainers out there have certified for nutrition. It's a much bigger spectrum uh, than what most of you might think. And it's a whole new lecture and uh, you know educational route on how to achieve uh, one person's um, uh, nutritional habits to the next. So as a personal trainer, we would only want to focus on, uh, you know, improving one's lifestyle habits in exercise execution as a personal trainer. Nutrition is going to be on the other side. Okay. Now, uh, to speak of, um, you know, as a popular, uh, I was, you know, everybody started somewhere, you know, as a, as a personal trainer myself and as also an online coach myself, um, you know, I've been through, you know, being uh, a newbie at the gym, uh, didn't know how to move properly. That's where, um, you know, I focused on, you know, hiring a personal trainer. That's when I actually worked with a personal trainer. Those was many, many, many years ago. I think it was back in 2015 or 16, something like that, where I first hired my own personal trainer. Um, I didn't have a lot of money then. So, um, you know, I, I just invested whatever I could possibly invest in a personal trainer to expand my knowledge. One of the reasons, uh, you know, why a personal trainer could actually help. Uh, with that being said, uh, I only took on, I think, about 24 sessions, some like give or take like that. And uh, it was great. Um, it was really, really great. Uh, the personal, I, I didn't know anything that I was a noob. Um, I didn't know how to use some of the equipment properly. Uh, I was doing a lot of bro training and I didn't know programming and all that. And I was just really, really bad. <laughs> so what this trainer did for me was uh, not only this trainer uh, prepped me for my first, um, you know, bodybuilding competition show, but he also taught me uh, a lot of a different training techniques that came in handy uh, that I might use, uh, you know, till this point. So these are very tr different training variables um, that could be beneficial for your own mechanics. Okay, so everybody's mechanics is different, as you know we talked about before. 
but um, hiring this personal trainer, you know, one of the best moves I've ever, ever done. Uh, I would be, you know, learning so much more quicker as, you know, it is a hands-on type of uh, learning curve, uh, learning your own body, learning your own movements, uh, and, you know, all these uh, educational uh, uh, stuff and knowledges that they could provide a lot, a lot of value there. Um, So I really think that me investing in this personal trainer to get my first show on was one of the best investments I've ever actually ever made. It only not, uh, it only just lit up the fire even more for me to actually, you know, help other people want to actually help other people. Uh, because I think that health and fitness is something that yes, money can or may, may not buy. But at the end of the day, having health and fitness in your back pocket will lead to longevity and a pain-free life. Something that I would consider one of my bigger programs is called live long and live strong. Something that you want to keep in mind. Uh, You know, it doesn't matter if you're filthy rich, but even though you're filthy rich, but you're not healthy and you're spending probably 70% of your money on your medical bills, then it's meaningless. You know, if you can't walk or you can't go anywhere, you can't really enjoy life without health and fitness. I'm pretty sure all you can agree with that. Uh, But that is something that I would preach as a personal trainer myself, although it's, you know, it's kind of like been pretty slower on, uh, uh, on the training side, but more on the online side right now. So uh, right now, my standpoint is more as a coach, Uh, My job here is not only to walk you through your exercise executions, uh, but also, uh, you know, my primary focus would be also on mindset trainings. And uh, a lot of them would be, you know, lifestyle adjustments as well. So that's going to be my main focus for all of you. Uh, But all in all, if you are starting at the gym and you want to get in shape, I would really highly recommend, uh, you know, hiring a personal trainer uh, in order just for you to, you know, learn the movements first. So five basic movements, I would say, as a personal trainer, I would say is, uh, you know, a push, a pull, um, a squat, um, a hinge, a hip hinge, and a lunge. These are the five main movements that I would consider. uh, It's a must learn. So once you have these five movements, then you can actually start applying different mobility and stability work to it. And then, um, and then also you can apply load to it. And then that's going to take you to the next phase of your training. Now, a personal trainer would, you know, I would assume at least a lot of personal trainers would uh, do a, a more, you know, full spectrum of a programming for you. Uh, which, you know, would include, you know, with, within the first, you know, four to six weeks, what are we doing? The next four to six weeks, what are we doing? So a very good periodization for any individual who has just begun in the gym, because all new gym goers have the fastest rate of progression. Okay. You guys have always, always have the fastest rate of progression. This, this is something new for you. It's like, a, you know, like a being a child and you're trying to learn how to walk or run, you always pick it up the fastest because it's a new skill and you put a lot of your attention to these skills. Um, and that's when you're going to see the mo- the, you know, the fastest 
uh, improvement. Now, once you've worked out for an extended period of time and, you know, your body's very well adapted to a lot of the movements, that's when it actually gets started slowing down. But uh, to that point, a personal trainer would probably not help you. But instead, if you're an extended period of time in experience in lifting, you would probably need a coach. So there's a difference between a personal trainer and a coach. If you're experienced uh, for an extended period of time and you've done your part with a personal trainer, if you worked with a personal trainer, then you need a coach. If you haven't really been working with a personal trainer, I would highly recommend you work with one first. Um, you know, be sure that, you know, word of mouth is also very, very important on uh, the quality of the personal trainer and the service they can provide. I would actually say out there, not all personal trainers, not all personal trainers are the same that everybody's different. Yeah. It's like a human being, you know, we train differently. I train somebody differently compared to probably my wife. They'll train it differently. We might share very similar mechanics and uh, cueings, but the training is going to be very, very different. And the training experience is also going to be very, very different. So uh, find, uh, and also if I do find this very, very important is, uh, find a personal trainer that you enjoy talking to, because that is going to, and, you know, highly, um, you know, increase the amount of enjoyment in your training program as well, uh, which also keeps you motivated, which is also one of the other spectrums, um, you know, as a personal trainer should be doing for you at least. Uh, to a bare minimum. So if you say if you were to work at a personal trainer, and that is something I definitely would highly recommend if you were to get started. Uh, and of course, you know, uh, if, you know, budget is that is kind of something to consideration, but uh, personal trainers, you know, price ranges, you know, they've got a very wide spectrum of that. So, you know, pick your personal trainers carefully. Uh, and, you know, that is something that I would want to share with all of you. So if you have guys any questions, then definitely leave in the comments and comments. And so that's pretty much all I've got. Pretty much. Uh, I would say that that would be, I want to wrap it up for the podcast right now. Uh, if you are tuning in on the replay for, you know, Apple podcast or Spotify, please share it on your Instagram story and tag me. So I know that you're tuning in. Also, uh, if you could uh, do me a small favor, roll down to the bottom of, uh, you know, all the Apple podcasts or Spotify, leave us a review. We'll really, really greatly appreciate it. Uh, but that's all I got, guys. I'll stick around on Instagram Live and Facebook Live and I'll stop just the recording right there and I'll see you guys next week. Peace.